Hello, beautiful souls. I am happy to be reporting to you in this little potty the day that the sun moves into Taurus. So I'm super excited about that, of course, being a Taurian native uh, with with lots of planets in Taurus. This is my favourite season and it's autumn, you know, for us down here, down under uh, the Southern Hemisphere. I love autumn. Autumn is so glorious. So this season of Taurus for me always feels absolutely magical and absolutely divine. How are you all feeling after that glorious Libra full moon? I mean, my goodness, really, I have felt the energy of this relationship resurrection. So after the, you know, that that energy of Venus being inhibited for so long in those Saturn ruled signs, and now she's exalted in Venus and we get this beautiful Libra lunation, this Venusian full moon, it really did close out this cycle. Now, are you feeling that? I know a lot of people are, but I also know a lot of people are feeling a couple of different things with this full moon. But again, it really depends on your own chart and what you've been navigating the past six months with relationships, right? So for me, the resurrection and the rise, you know, I love Easter long weekend because there's something that does feel really magical in the air around it, okay? And... um. And this this year, you know, we had this amazing, glorious Libra full moon on Easter Sunday. And oh, I mean, the energy has just been sublime. Like it really has been. We've got four planets in Pisces, Mars, uh, Mars, Venus, and of course, the Jupiter Neptune conjunction, which is still, still, still happening. So we're still in these very watery times, you know. I, I I know a lot of people are still feeling super sensitive. A lot of people are still feeling, you know, maybe that they're still grieving the loss of something. And I think that that's really pertinent with this Libra full moon, right? Like that we are letting go of something. So maybe it's an expectation in a relationship. Maybe it's a way that you've showed up. Maybe, you know, something that has been forgotten in a relationship has been resurrected. Yeah, like maybe an old spark you know, maybe, you know, a new way of expressing love, maybe the way that you used to be, you know, the the resurrection that is happening with these relationships to me is blowing my mind, like seriously, like I'm riding this wave and it has just been glorious, darlings, absolutely glorious. Um, But yeah, what I'm seeing everywhere is, yeah, this relationship renewal or this rebirth of relationship, the rebirth of the relationship you have with yourself, you know, do not forget that the first relationship that is the most important is the one and the foundation of self. And this weekend really did close out, in my opinion, that this sort of six month cycle. And it it feels like that, you know, that's how it's feeling. And although now the moon will wane for the next two weeks, which means that we are, you know, leading to the dark moon. So we're leading in the moon illuminates, she becomes full and then she wanes for two weeks before she becomes new again. And then she waxes, builds and grows for two weeks to become full again. And that is you know, her, her cycle of waning and waxing. Of course, there's other, you know, there's other parts to her cycle. But the thing is, is that the waning part of this really feels like we're taking the heavy armor off our hearts. We're taking the, the cloak off, you know, anything that's heavy, lay it to rest, you know, take the armor off, take the, 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 you know, the lock from around your heart off take the helmet off, take the suit of armor off, like kick it to the ground. This is actually a practice 
uh, I used to do with Brandon Bays in the journey work in my early 20s. We would, you know, remove the armor and to become vulnerable, to become open. And it's such a beautiful visualization and a beautiful practice of removing those layers, you know, whether it's ego or hurt or defense mechanisms, you know, I'm really feeling like the lay down the swords, you know, lay down your weapons and rest, darlings. You know, I think that this Taurus season season will be very replenishing. However, it's going to be eclectic and unusual because, uh, you know, Uranus is still there. Uranus has been spicing up our Taurus season for the last few years. But also this is the first Taurus sun season that the North Node has been here for nearly two decades. I mean, this is super, super magical. Um, like super magical. Let me just tell you, like the magic that will transpire and materialize will be so, oh, so rich in this Taurus season. Um, and Taurus, and you know, I'm recording this at 11:37, just so you know. And the sun is right at 29 degrees of Aries as we're speaking, and we'll be moving into Taurus in that within an hour. So I think it's around like 12:24 or something p.m. So just after midday. So I wanted to get this little potty in. Just going to be a short and sweet one today. I've got a client shortly. So I just wanted to jump in and, and you know, I think that this laying down of the armor and laying down of the swords and the weapons of defense, the weapons of self-destruction really, you know, really is going to be amplified this, this month as we move into to, to Taurus season, right? Because we've got four planets in Pisces and we've got we're going to have three planets in um, Taurus so that's seven of the ten planets you know making these beautiful connections to one another Taurus and Pisces you know work really well together earth and water they're like magic they co-create you know um, they make rivers and streams and they meld together you know water and dirt melds together it can become muddy absolutely but it melds together right without the earth the water cannot be held so the water so the earth holds the water so having the sun move into Taurus shortly is going to hold all of this water because all of this water is bringing up a lot of grief darlings and a lot of sorrow and a lot of release and like I just said I think before I tangented you know this this Jupiter Neptune conjunction this final you know this full moon before eclipse season in 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 Venus ruled Libra really is laying to bed some old stuff Okay, and however that looks for you, because it's that's that's your stuff, right? But it's laying to bed some old stuff. But that really does entail that element of sorrow or that element of release or letting go. You know, this isn't a time to be holding on to what's not working. You know, this is the time to rebirth or uh, resurrect old stuff or, or release it. Yeah. So the sun now holding all of these Piscean planets you know, the stability, we're going to have some, and, you know, and I'm saying this knowing that we are about to be in eclipse season in that eclipse sandwich from the 1st of May through to the 16th of May. That is our eclipse sandwich peak, darlings. But we are in eclipse season right now because we enter eclipse season from the last lunation before the first eclipse. Okay. So that was this Libra full moon. So we really are clearing out tidying up our energy fields, tidying up our energetic, you know, debris, this is a great time before we move into the new moon eclipse on the 1st of May, if you're here in Australia, is when it happens, 
that dark moon eclipse in Taurus, you know, another Venus, another Venusian uh, moon, right? But this is the time of clearing up and clearing out as the moon wanes. So we really are laying, laying everything down that we can. Just, it's an exhale. Um, you know, this airy season certainly hasn't been like an airy season. Oh, a beautiful bright yellow butterfly is flying outside of my window and just hovering there. Oh, I love you, darling. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, gone, gone. That's sorry. That's just welcome to my everyday life of me talking to all the animals, trees, plants, and friggin' cosmic. Um, it's, there's always so much to be thankful and grateful for, and you're always getting delivered messages, um, and signs. And so, so yeah, I, I love that the sun's going to now hold all of this Pisces energy, hold the water in a container. Yeah. It's going to help us to be balanced, to, to anchor back in to our purpose. And this week, there's a beautiful, beautiful alignment of Mercury hitting the North Node. Um, now Mercury is that sign of communication. He delivers messages. Okay. He's the sign of our mental habits, uh, those short travels, errands, that sort of networking, all that sort of socialization stuff that we do daily, you know, going to the post office, doing errands, you know, this is Gemini, Gemini, you know, is, he moves, he does the stuff, right. But the, but when he comes into contact with the nodes, I mean, this is a very significant point. Like this is a, you know, this is a very significant sort of uh, new cycle for us because firstly it's subtle because the nodes aren't planets so anytime the nodes are being activated at the moment we've still got Saturn squaring the nodes lovers like it's still all the nodes are being heavily activated okay but it's all very subtle nuanced you know you've got to read between the lines stuff pay attention to the signs pay attention to the synchronicities that's what this season will be about and now with Mercury meeting up uh, with the north node this this week, you know, there's this real energy of, you know, a message being delivered, possibly some good news. You know, there's an injection of enthusiasm. I like Mercury and Taurus, uh, you know, because it's slow and it's steady. Okay. But hitting the North Node is going to really zing this up a little bit. And, and I would just say, pay attention, pay attention to the conversations you're having, to the songs that you're hearing. Uh, it's breadcrumbs. It's breadcrumbs, darlings. You know, there is a lot of signs and symbology around Mercury in general. You know, um, this is reading the ley lines of the universe. You know, Hermes and Mercury and the psychopomp is this delivery of messages can be up here in, in the physical world, can play between worlds, can go to the underworld. You know, there's something really rich around any sort of information given when Mercury conjuncts the North, North Node. So really open up <laughs> this week and pay attention to what lands for you, because is this a part of your path forward? Is something opening up for you like, oh, I never considered that. And that begins to seed a new cycle. Because the North Node is around our Dharma. The, the North Node is around the path less traveled. So Mercury is going to deliver a message that will hopefully land for you uh, and open you up to a new journey, maybe a new set of circumstances, um, new mental habits and patterns that, you know, make you see through the illusion. Yeah, see through the illusion and anchor in because the North Node is this, this compass. Yeah, your own true north. And at the moment, the north node in Taurus 
um, you know, will be massively amplified as the sun moves into Taurus today. Yeah. So we're going to have this amazing illumination of this, you know, our inner resources. I mean, that's the one thing I really love around um, Taurus season and, and just and being a Taurus, I suppose, is the trust and the grounded anchor in my own inner resources that I don't seek externally outside of myself constantly I'll validate me accept me love me tell me who I am tell me my path tell me what I should do is this my soulmate blah 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 like you know it's just not in you know it's often not in a in a Torian's nature especially if they've you know they're they're really grounded in their own self-awareness I mean any sign can be unself-aware and lack self-awareness and then any sign can be full of self-awareness. I absolutely get that. But Taurian's archetype is around those inner resources and trusting and pulling on those own inner resources. And you will see that with the Taurian, um, a heavy, strong Taurian archetype. Like that is is their nature. So we get to come back down to earth, um, let the sun hold the water. So where do you need to be held this season? You know, do you need to reach out? I would, you know, be very much encouraging and inviting, you know, being with the earth so much during this this Taurus season because, uh, you know, as grounded and as solid and as, you know, definitive uh, as Taurians can be, and this Taurus season will be not like uh, the last Taurus seasons that we've had for some time because of the North Node being here, which indicates eclipses, okay? So eclipses change things. They make things erratic. They make things unpredictable, chaotic. So pay attention to your energy. Slow down. If you're feeling like you're sort of rushing, you know, you're not plugging into the, 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 the natural Taurian rhythm, okay? And that might mean more breath work, more sunning in the morning, more slow movement, more gentle walking, more gentleness in general, right? Taurus is a very gentle, slow, deliberate archetype. You know, it's not to be rushed. It's not to be forced. Now, with with this Taurian season going to be heavily, you know, erratic and eclipsed, you know, it's going to feel very different. So it's very important to anchor in, get those feet dirty, get your hands dirty, sit under some trees, tune into your body, you know, really ask, what does my body need this Taurus season? You know, is it, you know, is it more movement, less movement? Is it more breath work, less breath work? Is it better quality food? Um, You know, better quality water, better sleep? Like, what is it? Because we want to nourish our bodies during eclipse season in general, but this Taurus season will be really inviting, like get into your body, darlings, really get into your body, anchor in. Okay, I'm going to stop now because I'm very, very foggy, to be completely honest. I mean, I never, ever lie about how I am, but my mind is very, very fog city at the moment. Um, And I'm, you know, I'm feeling, yeah, I'm feeling very out of body. And I think that that's very, you know, Jupiter, Jupiter, Neptune. I mean, this Jupiter, Neptune conjunction is trying my my moon and trying my Uranus and so it's making this beautiful grand water trine but it's also making me feel very yeah like out of body you know like very um like I'm observing a lot of stuff so I'm even observing myself observing myself talking and I'm just like holy shit like how am I doing this so I hope that that has given you some seeds around, uh, you know, what's coming up and what to plug into over this Taurus season, eclipse season. You know, again, I'm really feeling that laying things down to rest, 
you know, finding some solace, finding some inner peace, you know, Taurians love inner peace, you know, that Taurus archetype is all around that inner peace. Um, so really getting back to your own inner nature, trusting your own inner alchemy, you know, manifesting on your own, uh, finding some solitude. And remember this week, we've got that magical alignment of Mercury in the North Node. So pay attention to what's being said, pay attention to what's not being said, pay attention to the signs, to the synchronicities, to the animals, to whatever is coming your way, the songs, the words, the thoughts, the ideas, the dreams, you know, there's a lot of amplification in the skies at the moment with all of the Pisces and now the Taurus, 70% of our sky is water and earth. And I really do believe that, you know, the, the earth, the earth sun will now be able to hold really, really deliciously, um, all of this water energy. And, you know, I just want to say also, if you're feeling a little bit foggy, like I am and a little bit sort of dazed and maybe not like a strong drive to do anything, Mars is in Pisces, darlings. Okay. Mars, you know, I mean, I love Mars in Pisces for that real deep spiritual intuitive connection, the spiritual warrior. But at the same time, Mars likes to be in signs that are like, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's do, let's initiate, let's fucking move forward. Let's pioneer. Let's take some action. And Mars in Pisces is like, ah, oh, let's dream. Let's do less and sleep more. <laughs> let's do less and create more, you know. So don't be hard on yourself if you're feeling like, oh, I'm still just not in the game yet. Because Mars, and I mean, and for me, it's just fucking heavy as fuck. Because I've got all of this Pisces stuff in my sixth house, which is like my everyday motherfucking life. So I haven't been to the gym in three weeks. I mean, my God, darlings, please, please, can someone come and be my personal motivator? But I, I just go with the seasons, though. That's the biggest thing with me is that I'm not being massively hard on myself about this because I'm aware of my own ast astrological cycles, you know, and Mars only comes into Pisces every two years. So you know, and what we're having is this very strong Piscean nature, this very strong Piscean energy right now. Like I said, this year's all about the water and now Mars is there too. So if you're feeling more fluid, you know, less goal-oriented, goal-oriented, see, I can't even speak, less goal-oriented, you know, I could have stopped this a million fucking times and started again, but I didn't. I'm just showing up as my soul self right now um, in all of its messy glory because, yeah, all of this Pisces in my sixth house has got me very, like I said, very vacant. I think that's a very good word for me right now. So if you see me and meet me, know that I'm vacant right now. I'm very vacant and a bit space cadet. Um, but you know, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm so excited about Taurus season. So happy, happy, happy Taurus season, darlings. But also because we get Taurus season with, with Venus in Pisces for a little bit, you know, we're, you know, right now we're starting off the strong signature because Venus will move into Aries. So during Taurus, Taurus season as well, but Venus is in Pisces right now. So that's really setting up this beautiful signature, um, of what Pisces, of Pisces, of what Taurus season will be, which is, you know, fluid, held, supported in deep love, in deep reverence. You know, the reverence that I have at the moment, it's just, everything's just all encompassing. And I mean, for all of you heavy Pisces folk out there, oh God, you live like this every day, darlings, my God. Um, it's very watery and very beautiful. And, you know, with this cancer, uh, Black Moon Lilith as well. Again, that's sort of what I'll actually circle all the way back to 
with this sort of laying our swords down and our weaponry down is like we're coming home to our soul self. We're coming home to that space of inner nurture, mother, that our own inner mother and connecting to the great mother. I mean, I think it's so divine how the sun's going to move into Taurus. We'll make an exact, you know, make an exact sextile to this Cancer Black Moon Lilith today. We'll also make a sextile to uh, Pisces, uh, Mars in Pisces as well. So there's this beautiful, again, it's very fluid though. Okay, it's a very, very fluid energy. So travel well, darlings. Um, enjoy this week. Listen out for those little synchronicities and those breadcrumbs from the universe because they will be everywhere, darlings. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy and happy Taurus season. Mwah.